Well, that's why you're on the naughty list, because, because you're being naughty right now. So you're going to be on the naughty list if you keep talking like that. Because you're being naughty, so you're on the naughty list. No, I'm not. I'm on the good list, actually. You're not, because you, you're not, because you ain't being good. I am on the good list. If you keep saying that word again and again and again, I'm not on naughty list. Father Christmas rang me last night when I was at work yes. and said, "You better tell Jackson to start being a good boy, or he's going to stay on the naughty list and he won't I get no presents for Christmas." That's what he said to me. So you got to start being a good boy. You know, no, no, you won't do it. No, you would, what? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Redesign Podcast. It's Andrew, aka Mr. Kate Box. This is episode 15. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget, if you want to get involved in the conversation, make sure you use the hashtag RedesignPod, all one word. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share with a friend, all that good stuff. Social media election is good for business. Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. Redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. So this week, what are we talking about? Bit of news for you as well. And also some comments, some thoughts. Uh, watched The Breakfast Club just not too long ago. And Anthony Joshua was a guest on there. I was quite surprised when I was like flicking through the YouTube and it came up in my suggested videos. And yeah, it. Uh, I was looking at the press conference between um, Big Baby and AJ. And that push, the push that man gave him, I was like, wow, like how... Wow, it was amazing. I had to go on the Instagram. Not that AJ's going to see it. He might, he might not. But I was like, mate, you're going to have to punch his beard off for that one. Serious. Number one, Millie's a little bitch. I'm going to knock him the fuck out on June 1st. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt. He's, a, he's an ex-kickboxer, drug abuser, punches like a fairy. Fury knocked him out seven times, right? He's the softest puncher in the heavyweight division. Your mom think I'm hit hard, though. Where's your mom? She'd be lucky. I pay her rent now. Yeah. I pay her yeah. rent now. Yeah. yeah. I pay her rent I would now. jump on this cause table your and rent knock now. your pretty she face off right now. Say I won't come over and slap shit at you. I'm your landlord. Say I won't come over and slap shit at you right I'm now. If you gangster, say I won't come over and slap shit at you right now. Up, say it then. Shut the fuck up. You know why? Because you're a pussy. That's why. Say, you say, say I won't come over there and slap fight. You my word. Eddie can't stop me from coming through. Say I won't. Say I won't come slap shit at you right now. Um, good way of selling the fight though I will definitely be watching that fight What is it, what, June? Oh my gosh, I don't even know what day the fight is Yeah, so uh, Jarrell, Big Baby Miller versus Anthony Joshua Gonna be at Madison Square Gardens June 1st Live on Sky Box Office I think it's gonna be a brutal ending for Big Baby Miller But we'll see Shout out to AJ, make sure you punch his beard off Anyway, moving on, because this is not really the subject of this podcast. A couple of bits of tech news as well. Samsung is releasing the new Galaxy S10. 
it looks absolutely sick and because i'm such an apple fanboy and i have no sense i'm probably not gonna jump ship i'm probably gonna keep on paying this unnecessary premium for the iphone that i have or any subsequent iphones um funny enough uh, gary vaynerchuk was actually saying that at some point in the near future that the iphone and smartphones are going to be like they're going to become relics they're going to become like the walkman i don't really see that happening but imagine if it did though imagine like no one cared about iphones it could well happen especially at the rate technology is moving at the moment but uh back to what i was saying about the samsung galaxy s10 one of the cool features on there is that you can actually charge your phone um no you can actually charge somebody else's phone with your s10 so if your friend is running out of battery they can actually stick their phone on top of yours and charge using the uh, i think it's called key technology qi you can charge anything that is key enabled which is interesting speaking of that the samsung galaxy buds <laughs> it's like everything that samsung does that apple does is like a cheaper version it's like a knockoff but even though most of the time like samsung are the ones innovating like it is it's just a bit mad so they're going to be 129 dollars on release i think they're coming out in march yeah they're coming out in the first week of march first or second week of march uh the galaxy buds samsung's answer to apple's airpods they actually look quite tidy one of the key features of that is that you can as i was just saying you can use that key technology to charge the earbuds or whatever they're called are they called earbuds they're called galaxy buds yeah so you can charge your galaxy buds on top of the phone or it, it charges inside the case but you all you need to do is put the case on top of the phone and it starts charging automatically mad welcome to the future saying that apple are probably going to take that and and run with it as well the airpods 2 are scheduled for release at some point this year so they'll probably have wireless charging as well Let's wait and see. I'm waiting. I'm, I know I said in the previous episode that I probably wasn't going to buy iPod uh, AirPods. But yeah, uh, I'm such a victim. I'm going to wait for the AirPods 2 and see what they're saying and probably get those. So anyway. Right now, we're living in a golden age of streaming services. For $15 a month, one service can give you access to basically endless movies and shows with new offerings coming in every week. But enjoy it while it lasts because wheels are already in motion to make those services more profitable for companies and worse for you. Someday soon, to get the same amount of content you're getting now, you're going to have to pay for more streaming services. So think about all the content on a service like Netflix and where all of it comes from. A lot of what you see is made by Netflix, but most of it's not, whether it's network TV shows, old movies, or movies that were just in theaters. A study last year found that licensed content makes up 80% of what people actually watch. Netflix pays to license that content from the studios, and it's a big part of their business. Access to the streaming market is important for studios too, because streaming media is where the viewers are. Netflix added 30 million US subscribers in the past five years, and that's coming at a time when traditional cable and broadcast TVs have less viewers every year. But licensing to Netflix, Hulu, and the other services isn't the only way for studios to get their movies online. Disney plans to launch its own streaming service, a direct competitor to Netflix. Disney's a little late to the party, but the service will have so much popular content that it may not matter. 
Remember, Disney owns Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and 21st Century Fox, along with more than 90 years of beloved movies and TV. The bad news is, if it's on Disney's new service, it doesn't really make sense to put it on Netflix too. Um, with all these different subscriptions, where the hell are we going? Because I know I can speak for myself. I've cancelled Sky TV a few times because of the way my viewing habits have changed. So I don't watch as much broadcast TV as I used to. The kids aren't very interested in broadcast TV also. And the majority of us just, um, we just sit in the house and we watch YouTube and we kind of stream it over to the TV. And if it's not YouTube, it's Netflix. Um, might be watching a, a young Blu-ray. Uh, other than that, we don't really, we're not massive TV watchers to warrant the current price of sky tv subscriptions and stuff like that i'm not a big sports fan either so that's one of the reasons why i'm not that big on sky tv although at the moment i am subscribed i do have like the sports package and whatnot it's one of those things where you have to kind of like look at it on a continual basis a continuous but is continual even a word it isn't it yeah on a on a continuous basis you've got to keep looking at it and I've noticed that all these streaming services that are popping up, you know, at the moment, it is actually cheaper to just have like a young Netflix and then pay for, I don't know, Amazon Prime or whichever, whichever service you're paying for. It is actually cheaper than a, a traditional cable subscription or a Sky subscription. However, recently, Netflix has cancelled, uh, what was it, The Punisher? And um, a lot of people are speculating that it's because obviously Disney owns the rights to anything Marvel related. So anything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, you know, things like Black Panther, Iron Man, etc, etc. Disney owns the rights to those films. So at any time, that content can get pulled. And obviously right now they're working on their own streaming platform, Disney+. Plus. So where there was one streaming service to rule them all now there's like so many to choose from and it's going to be in competition with like netflix amazon hulu um i'm sure there's others around the world but uh, those are probably the main ones i don't i don't even really know too much about hulu it's probably more popular in the states uh, but it launches later this year but the key question is how will it entice viewers who might already be paying for one or two services already well, to begin with, obviously, I mentioned that Disney owns the rights to all the Marvel films and also Star Wars franchise, which is massive. And also they own Pixar, which is <laughs> a lot of the films that are aimed at kids. So Disney Plus is making its own exclusive content specifically for the new platform. Um, so obviously, it's going to have all the Disney classics on there. All the, all the Disney movies that you know about. But will it be worth it? How much will it cost? When is it going to launch? And what can we expect? So there's no concrete date, but they've mentioned that it's going to be late this year. So it might be around Christmas time, which would probably make sense. And that's actually from an official statement on the Disney website. But the other thing to know is that they're only currently talking about releasing it in the US at the moment. There's no mention of it launching anywhere else. So it's not going to be like a worldwide release. They're probably going to trial it first in the US. So one of the thing, one of the deciding factors is definitely going to be the price. How much is it going to be? Um, unfortunately, we don't know the exact price, what subscription price it's going to be. 
but sources have indicated that it's going to be cheaper than Netflix to try and like entice them in and make up for the fact that Disney Plus obviously won't have as much content as Netflix. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that pans out actually. But um, my thing is having all these subscriptions is just getting a little bit long now. Like why not just have like one like network? You could change the market. Someone probably come out with it anyway. But yeah, enough of all that stuff. Let's get into this week's topic. So seven ways to make money online in 2019. So why are we talking about making money online? It's the way of the world, man. As I said on one of the previous episodes, automation is coming in. It's taking a lot of our jobs. Um, Jobs are being replaced at lightning speed. Things that you would never imagine are, are popping up due to technology. And although it's exciting times, it's also quite daunting times because your income might not be secure. So you've got to kind of think of like creative ways to make uh, make more money supplement your income and actually get yourself to that position of financial freedom if you can so one of the things that um, has enabled people to become financially free is automated income so we talk about automated jobs um, but we don't really speak much about automated income um, I think it's got a bad rap as well especially on the internet a lot of times the way making money online is presented is presented in a bit of a strange way so a lot of there's a lot of skepticism around it and as i mentioned it's it's due to the way it's being presented so sometimes they say they talk about you know how you can make thirty thousand pounds or thirty thousand dollars a week sitting on the beach in the bahamas drinking cocktails and that vision obviously human beings are sold on emotion so that vision obviously is quite you know it's quite enticing it's quite exciting especially if there's actually proof involved if they can show you the proof and you know it's believable to some extent you might be tempted to try it but the truth is most people who try to make money online they fail because they they're not prepared for the work that it actually takes to be successful the way it's presented is presented in a way where it's like maximum return minimum effort like they, the way they present it most of the time is that it's so easy it's not easy by any stretch i don't think there's anything that you can do in this world that's easy and it makes money i don't i don't think there's anything um and if your mind went to selling drugs that's not easy either not that i'm speaking from experience but obviously it comes with all its risks and um no it's not easy so every hustle is difficult if you want to be successful in anything you've got to be prepared to put the work in you've got to be consistent and you have to be able to like spot opportunities kind of like evolve and move with the times and take advantage of what's coming ahead or have the flexibility to like re-strategize if something's not working look at the numbers and you know see where you're you're going wrong or see where the threats are um so we're talking about making money online in 2019 so i'm going to give you seven different ways you can actually make money online so the first thing i'm going to start with is adsense so what is adsense so adsense is a program run by google that allows publishers content creators um anyone who runs like a blog um a website 
or a YouTube channel or anything of that nature to actually serve advertisements. So for example, when you're on YouTube and you're watching a video, you might see like a banner ad in the middle of the video or down at the bottom, or sometimes they're pre-roll ads. So you might say, you might go and watch a video and like before the video starts, it might have like an advert that you might have to skip or whichever. Those are adverts served by what's called Google AdSense. And these are targeted to um, different types of content depending on their audience and what sort of content. So this is all managed by a platform called Google AdSense, which you can actually sign up to and start to um, profit from it if you can, if you want to monetize any of your, your content. So when I'm talking about monetizing your content, I'm talking specifically about your blog content or YouTube videos. So those are the two ways that you can actually make money from AdSense. So how it works usually is that with your written content or your blog content, you need to put in a special code somewhere in your website. So I think it's the header of your website. Um, I'm not too sure off the top of my head, but yeah, actually, let me look that up right now. Save you guys the time. So I think this, so if you're looking at like, if you've got like a WordPress blog, usually you put codes in the header of the uh, the website or just below it. It's pretty straightforward. All you need to do is copy and paste it into your, um, your HTML area. If you're using WordPress, you can actually put it in the widgets area and then you can, um, you can start monetizing your website. You can also do it with plugins as well. So you can download special plugins um, from the WordPress directory and then you can just like hook it up to your AdSense account. Pretty straightforward. Um, and then one of the best ways I've seen, the most lucrative ways and the most fun ways to actually make money from AdSense is by creating a YouTube channel and creating regular content or how-to videos. How-to videos are really, really lucrative. You can make money two ways with YouTube. The first way, obviously, is through AdSense. The second way is through affiliate marketing, which I'm actually going to mention as a separate way to make money online. Um, but for now, let's just focus on YouTube. So with YouTube, when you create a YouTube channel, hopefully you should have like a direction for it. You should know roughly what sort of content you want to build for your channel, um, what sort of audience you're hoping to attract. You should, you should already know that before you start your channel. So let's say you know what kind of content you, you're putting out there. What you want to do is create content that is searchable on um, from a Google standpoint, from an SEO perspective. You want to create content that either answers questions or solves problems. So mainly like how-to videos. So how to do X, Y, and Z. And you want to do you want to do videos that kind of answer those questions and generate a certain amount of search traffic so the more search traffic your videos can generate the more money you could potentially make so what you want to do is you want to get to at least a thousand subscribers that should be one that should be one of your first goals to get at least 1000 subscribers because google adsense uh, or the google partnership program it's not Google partnership. No, it's the YouTube. So the YouTube partnership program states that you need to have a minimum of a thousand YouTube subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time. So basically you've got to at least have a, a decent amount of vi uh, views coming in 
um, you should be putting out regular content. You should have a decent amount of videos already made. And once you reach that threshold of a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time, and that's, that's for the year. So once you can reach an average of 4,000 hours of watch time, then you'll be eligible for the uh, YouTube partner program. And then what happens is every month, if you've reached the threshold, which is, a, I think is around 60 pounds or si yes, yeah, around 60 pounds. If you're living in the UK, if you're in the US, I think that's still, I think that's the equivalent. I think it's $60. Um, but once you reach that threshold, Google will automatically deposit those funds, all the money that you've generated from your videos, we directly, um, you'll, you'll generate those funds and those that will be paid directly into your bank account. Um, every time you reach the threshold of 60, 60 pounds or more. So let's say, for example, let's say if you have in January, you've racked up, um, revenue of 45 pounds. It's not at the threshold of 60 pounds. So you're not going to get paid that month. So let's say, for example, the next month you now go over the threshold. You're now you've now racked up maybe seventy-two pounds. Then the that same month, if it's before the cutoff period, which I think is like the twenty-second, the twenty-second of each month, then you'll get paid into your bank account. So yeah. So if you've been stalling on that YouTube channel idea, listen, you're leaving money on the table. You are leaving money on the table. So get cracking with that and make sure, um, you know, get some ideas out there and try and start that YouTube channel. And I'm speaking from experience, guys. Um, I have one video that is just one video. I'm going to talk about one video that's hit like maybe nearly a quarter of a million views. And that video is paying me a very handsome sum. Um, passive income while I sleep. Easy, just like that. So yeah, anything is possible. So moving on to that second way um, you can make money online, affiliate marketing. So affiliate marketing is a way of getting commission from sales that you make online. So you're not, not you're not going to directly sell things to people. It's just like getting paid for a recommendation. So for example, if you tell your friend about this book that you've read, right, this book's changed your life and they ask you where did you buy it from? You said oh, I bought it from Amazon and you send them a link right you send them a link they go and buy the book amazon gets paid but what happens if you don't have an affiliate link amazon will get paid your friend will get the book and you get nil pois. it's not fair is it so luckily the very kind people at amazon or not so kind because i think their their commission percentages actually suck um the people at Amazon have allowed people to actually make money from their recommendations. So it's called the Amazon Associates program. So what that allows you to do is as a publisher with your individual or business, you can sign up to the Amazon Associates program. And there's obviously Amazon sells pretty much everything. You know, there's so many things that Amazon sells. So books, electronics, uh, kitchenware all types of stuff there's so much stuff on amazon that you can sell or that you could promote um, but you would do it around your content so for example let's go back to that example that I, I touched on earlier with the youtube videos so let's say for example you do a youtube video on let's say the top five books that you've read for business or personal development 
let's say that video attracts lots and lots of views like thousands of views right and obviously you've reviewed some of these books that are that have been beneficial to you so the likelihood of someone wanting to go and purchase those books right after watching your video is quite it's quite high you know so there's there's a reasonable possibility that someone would want to actually go and purchase a book right after watching your video so what you would do is you would get your amazon associates link to all those books individually and you'd put them in the description of your video or you could put them in the pinned comment section of your video so that way when someone's watched the video it's easy access if they want to buy the book they can go and check it out when they click on that link they'll be cookied like um well basically a cookie is a piece of code that kind of like stays on your your browsing device to let the the website know that you have come from a certain place so let's say for example my code at the end of my link might be andrew cbx so if you click on my link um, amazon is going to be informed by that cookie that you were sent by me so then they know where to pay that commission who to pay that commission to does that make sense so that's basically that how like affiliate marketing works so when you provide a link to a product or even a service or whichever when that person makes that purchase you're going to get a percentage which is obviously they're going to agree that percentage with you before you know in terms and conditions and whatnot um the percentages vary depending on what it is that the person's buying but basically the whole idea is that you will get a percentage you'll still you'll get something for each recommendation that you make so let's say for example you've got a large audience you've got an email list let's say your email list has got 20,000 people on there right and then um, you send an email and then maybe you have a link to some sort of product and they purchase it every time you send an email someone's buying not all the time it's a numbers game obviously you have to have quite a bit of an audience to do that and actually make real money out of it but this is something that you can build guys this is something that you can actually work towards i've done it myself one of my um one of the affiliate programs i'm involved with is uh, bluehost and that's my web host so those guys are the people that host all of my websites so cakebox creative my personal brand website andrewakinyede.com um, those guys host those websites and if someone if i recommend someone to join bluehost every time they sign up i get paid um i think it's either 65 or 100 dollars um per customer so yeah that works out quite well and i've been like i've been with them for years now so there have been times when i've just woken up and just found money in my inbox i kid you not so affiliate marketing is definitely real it's definitely something anyone can do it's just not that who has actually done that in, and is actually living that kind of life he's rolling in unless you actually have a plan and a strategy and you're absolutely relentless with it like you go ham there are ways to actually make that a full-time income uh, but that's probably for another podcast and i would probably have to speak to someone who's actually done it i do actually know someone um and he's actually one of my first mentors my first online mentors and he's still still doing pretty well um so moving on cryptocurrency so cryptocurrency you can you can make quite a lot of money in terms of trading however it's also a very good way of losing money <laughs> you know so as i mentioned i probably mentioned this in a previous episode if you look back to 2017 when the hype was the hype was mad everyone was talking about crypto and bitcoin and 
everyone was just throwing money at it and it was just going up and up and up and up. And then the bubble burst in 2018, bear market. Like so many people lost money, including myself. I lost quite a bit of money. Um, but there are some signs of recovery at the moment. And if you know what cryptocurrencies to buy, you can definitely increase your investments by <laughs> some large amounts, 5, 10, 15, 20%, sometimes even more if you're lucky. Um, and that's one great thing about um, crypto. If you use, when, when you first get started with crypto, you will probably buy your Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin is basically the gateway to all of the other smaller cryptocurrencies. So the first thing you would need to do is buy either Bitcoin, Litecoin or Ethereum. They're in the top 10 of cryptocurrencies anyway. Bitcoin is still number one as we speak, but you would need a platform called Coinbase. So Coinbase is an app that's available um, for your phone. Um, it's also a website where you can buy cryptocurrencies and you can like transfer it into other cryptocurrencies. And the thing about that, they have, they also have an affiliate scheme. So when you introduce a friend to Coinbase, so this is what it says on their page. So share your love of cryptocurrency, introduce a friend to Coinbase and you'll both get $10 of free Bitcoin when your friend buys or sells at least $100 of cryptocurrency. So for example, if I send this link to everyone in my phone book and every time someone spends $100 on crypto or sells $100 worth of crypto that I get, well, we both get $10 of free crypto. Imagine what you could do with an email list at a time where cryptocurrency is booming and everyone's signing up, you know, to invest how much money you could make. Crazy. So many opportunities, guys. But hey, another way of making money online is by developing a membership site, a membership site where you pay to where your customers actually pay to access the content. So let's say, for example, you've got video, uh, training videos on a specific subject. It might be cooking or it might be hair and makeup tutorials. Maybe you're a personal trainer and you've got like different um, exercise programs that you you have on there. You could film all of this content and put it behind the paywall and charge people to access your content. So that business model has worked very, very well in the past. But um, people are still making a killing with, with membership sites at the moment. So it's something to consider. You can either build the website yourself and make it custom, which costs more money upfront, but in the long run, it's a lot cheaper. Or you can try like a subscription-based platform such as Kajabi, where you pay like a hundred, I think it's like a hundred a month. And then you just supply the content and you don't need to worry about coding or building the website or anything like that. It's like a, a membership site in a box. And there's also another one called Teachable. Yeah, so there's an there's also another one called Teachable. So if you go to teachable.com, they've got like a free version and then you've got like a paid version, which um, I think it removes their branding and you can have like custom domain names and stuff like that. Um, but the thing is with that, it's, that, it's all about having the audience before you can actually profit from it, which is a stumbling block a lot of people face. But it can be achieved. It can be achieved. I mean, one of the, the biggest things you can do, one of the best things you can do, sorry, is to, you know, focus on building an audience. So building your social media platforms and also building your 
email list, which I've spoken about before. I'm definitely going to do um, a separate email, uh, separate email. I'm definitely going to do a separate episode on email marketing at some point this year, once I start to get back on it myself. Um, so yeah. Have you got any ideas of anything that you might, any skills that you might want to pass on to anyone? So basically anything that you would teach in a classroom, um, if you could film it, you can make money out of it. And there's lots of people watching how-to videos for free on YouTube. So imagine if you could actually take that content, something that you, a skill that you know is in demand and actually filming some really good videos, but then having more control over how much you're getting. So maybe you might charge, I don't know, um, 20 pounds a month or a hundred pounds a month, depending on, you know, what skill it is. Um, so yeah, there's loads and loads and loads of opportunity. So another way of making money online is, um, this one's quite interesting. It's called match betting. So when I discovered match betting, um, I was like, I don't really know anything about betting or sports or anything like that. But there's a there's a method called match betting where you um, let's say, for example, you make a bet on a football game. If you if your team loses, you lose the money. If your team wins, obviously, you get your money that you've spent plus more. Right. With match betting, you make two bets. So you make one bet for your team and then you make a bet against your team somewhere else. So in the UK, you might have like Betway Sports. Um, people to profit from free bets and incentives offered by bookmakers, um, betting apps. You can actually place your your four bets. You can place your bets there, and then you've got like what what are called betting exchanges. So it's considered risk free because with matched betting, you're not only betting on your team to win, you're also betting on your team to lose. So it's an equal amount. So how you profit from it is when the, the bookmakers actually give out bonuses. So for example, all of them will give you some sort of incentive to join. So when you sign up to a bookmaker, usually they, if you put down a certain amount, they may give you £20 or £30 free when you sign up after you've placed your first bet. So with that, what happens is based on like you would use a platform such as Profit Squirrel. I'll leave a link in the description if you want to check it out. Um, so basically they have like a calculator that tells you how much you should bet and what odds to use, if that makes sense. It's quite complicated to explain, but there's a video on the website that actually explains it quite well. Um, if you go through the training, you can actually can actually make some decent profits from the bonuses that they give you. I'm still in the process of like learning it myself. Um, for so far, it has definitely worked. It's, it's quite interesting. So as I get better at this stuff and as I learn more about it, I'm definitely going to be sharing it with, with you guys. Um, I'm definitely going to leave a link in the description so you can check out the video and check out the website as well. Um, what else? What else is there? So we covered affiliate marketing. We covered match betting, crypto, uh, membership sites, AdSense. So another method of... Uh, making money online by sharing your expertise through um, email newsletters and that's by using a platform called Substack so basically what Substack does it makes it easy for you as a writer to start an email newsletter it's free and you can add paid subscriptions whenever you want so basically people sign up to the email list and 
obviously you're going to send them out weekly or monthly or daily content depending on what your you want your schedule to be and they'll pay you a subscription fee for the privilege of accessing that information so with that you can offer your consultancy services you could do all kinds of stuff with that and that's a platform called substack.com so to actually get started with that it's free and when you start charging for subscriptions they take a 10 percent cut of um, whatever you're earning as a transaction fee so yeah that's another way that you can actually make money out of your expertise and you can actually it's actually quite a clever way of doing consulting um, if you think about it so yeah uh, substack.com and the final way I'm going to talk about today how you can make money online is by selling your stock photography so if you take really good pictures i'm not talking about selfies i'm talking about if you're if you've got an eye for photography or even if you're a professional photographer yourself one of the things about being a freelance photographer or someone that's self-employed anything of that nature your income is very much feast or famine if you don't have regular bookings so the great thing about stock photography sites such as shutterstock uh, depositphotos.com there's loads of other photography sites out there is that they pay you to um, access your photographs and you can actually sell every time someone buys your photo your image you get paid um, a percentage of the fee that um, that platform sells it for so it's almost like Spotify but for photos so all the photos that you're willing to share if you're willing to sell them you can put them you can upload them and actually start making money from your images so yeah get creative you can actually you know in your spare time go somewhere or even if let's say for example you go on holiday and you know you get creative with your images you can actually profit off of them there's so many ways to make like money online so many different ways it's just that i wouldn't have the time to actually go through all the ones that i know and i've tried um yeah <laughs> But yeah, stock photography is a good way of making that passive income. That passive income is is what everyone wants. Everyone wants passive income. Everyone wants to make money while they sleep. And that's one of the ways you can do that. Um, one of the places I'm currently using is shutterstock.com. So I'm investigating that right now. Uploaded a couple of images the other day. So going to see how that goes. So yeah, if you guys have got any other things that um, that you've tried that's worked for you in terms of making money online, that I might not have heard of, let me know. Don't forget, if you want to get involved in the conversation, uh, use the hashtag RedesignPod. Don't join any ACN scams or anything like that. Um, are people still doing Herbalife in 2019? Please tell me nobody's doing Herbalife anymore. Anyway, yeah, so uh, let me, there's some funny ones from back in the day. There's another one called uh, It Works. Like this rap that you put around, like this cling film rap. Oh my diddy. Anyway, that's for another discussion. We're probably gonna, we're gonna I'm gonna do an episode on network marketing marketing at some point. Should be funny. Yeah, so guys, that's it for this week. Um don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. Leave a review on iTunes. Let us know what you think. And yeah, we'll be back again next Monday. Take care. Bye for now. <laughs>